We're learning the third sicha of Parshas Truma and Chelik Chofalef on page 164. The shir today is being learned regarding the shape of the goblets that there was in the Menorah. Chazal tell us as follows. What were they compared to? They are like these Alexandrian goblets. Is the Rambam Mefarish Pirish Hamishnayis Shuloi? The Rambam explains in his Pirish Hamishnayis. What does this mean? As the Smenta Kais was Shulayim Shuloi Tzorim. This is a Kais that the bottom is narrow. Their deck is small. The, the bottom is narrow. On Azay Paskin, the Rambam La Alocha the Sefer Ayad. This is what the Rambam Paskins as well in his Sefer of Alocha Sefer Ayad. Hagviim Daimim LeKaisis Alexandria. The goblets were similar to these Alexandrian goblets, Shepi and Rochov, the opening is wide, Vishulei and Kotzer, and the bottom is narrow. Gefintman and them, Adova Tumua. We find something that's very unusual about the way these goblets were shaped into the gold menorah. As the Sfaran that see from the menorah was the Ramamot Metzaygevem Beguk Sadiat Kotche. There is the actual picture of the menorah that the Rambam himself drew and the Rambam drew this in the Pirish HaMishnayis. In the end of the Sikha, you have the uh, actual picture that the Rambam drew. And that, as the Rebbe brings later in Ha'ara 11 star, the Rambam also drew a picture of this in the Sefer Ayad. And when you look there in the picture, you see, and there, the picture of the goblets that the Rambam drew are all upside down. The wider part of the goblet is at the bottom of the menorah. On the shmalen tailor and the narrower size side that is shuleim, which is the bottom, oiden that's on the top. To say what this means is atzir from an ibigekerten kais shalachsandria. The Ramam draws the picture of the cups or of the goblets in the menorah to be upside down. This is very interesting. Why would the Rambam draw the picture? Showing that the Menaida had the shape of these goblets upside down. Even though the Rambam himself there says regarding the picture that he drew, he's just giving you a general idea about what the Menaida looked like. The number of the goblets and where they are positioned in the Menaida. But it's not giving you the very precise size of everything, mamish exact. So the Ramam himself says that you can't be very precise regarding his picture. So maybe we could say regarding the fact that the goblets are drawn here upside down is also not exact. Vustafar is a metzaya de gviim and atavnis meshulish. Therefore, regarding his goblets as well, when you look at the picture, you see that not only is it narrow at the bottom, it's actually drawn as a triangle. Obviously, it's impossible to say that these Alexandrian goblets were completely pointy at the bottom. You can't make the bottom of a goblet completely pointy. Because you, then you can't have the cup standing up in an upright position. They were narrower at the bottom. In contrast to the wider opening at the top. So that detail is clearly not precise, the fact that it's totally pointy at the bottom. 
But over here, though, regarding this detail, that Rambam draws the goblets upside down, the fact that the Rambam says you can't take precise measurements and precise everything in the details of it doesn't mean that the Rambam would therefore draw the goblets upside down. That the head, the opening of the Becha should be turned up on its head. Why would the Rambam draw it this way? As the Rambam is given a daikin b'cholinyin or b'chol prat. It's known that the Rambam was very precise regarding every matter, regarding every detail. So therefore, it's, that doesn't make sense to say, as the Rambam It doesn't make sense that the Rambam would draw these goblets upside down 22 times, and each time that he draws it upside down, it was just by chance, or he wasn't precise about this, even though the Menaida had the, the goblets the other way, right side up. Therefore, the Rebbe says, it seems that we have to say, as it would simply be, as the Rambam, that the Rambam draw, drew the, the shape of the goblets in the Menaida in this form, upside down, because in the Rambam's opinion, this is exactly how they were shaped in the Menaida. Other mitzada kabbalah from Melamed to Melamed midoleder. Whether the Rambam knew this by a tradition from one teacher to the next, from one generation to the next, that this was handed down, that this is the way it was in the Menaida. Other Or the Rambam found a source for this in a medrash that has not reached us. As we find in other places in the Rambam, and similar in other Rishonim as well, in Yonim is a medrash where they quote and say certain things, and their source is in a medrash that hasn't reached us. So similar regarding this, the Rambam draws the goblets upside down. He must have had a source that this is the way it actually was in the Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash. On the Rambam does not quote this detail that it was upside down in the Sefer Ayad where he writes the actual halacha lemaisa of how to build the Menorah. Punkt via brengt Just like the Rambam does not draw any of the pictures that he did draw when he wrote his Pirish on Mishnayis, but in the Sefer Ayad he did not draw these pictures. Even though, by not drawing these pictures, there are certain details that you could only see in a picture, which are missing in the Sefer Ayad, but the Rambam did not bring this in the Sefer Ayad. Now, the Rebbe here will give three reasons for this, but before we go further, it's very important to mention here that in the Ha'ara 11 star, the Rebbe says that later on it was publicized that the Rambam actually did make a picture for the Menorah, not only in the Pirisha Mishnayis, but also in the Rambam. And there you see the exact same thing, that the Rambam drew the picture similar to the picture of Pirisha Mishnayis, where you can see that the top of the, of the goblets are at the bottom, it's upside down. But here, continuing in what the Rebbe says in the Sikha, if the Rambam does not bring this picture, or maybe perhaps what the Rebbe says here could be relevant to other pictures that the Rambam draws in Pirisha Mishnayis and does not bring them in the Rambam, we can give a few reasons for this. And from those reasons are as follows. Aleph number one, Milachat Chile is thus, Siyurim, Nidgevenen, Zain Tochnes, Fensifre, Mishnah Taira. 
from the beginning in the, the in the plan of how the Rambam is going to put forward the halachis in Sefer Ayat, pictures wasn't part of it. So it's just not part of how he's sharing the information. So therefore, even though you are going to have to miss certain details by not having pictures, but that's not how the Rambam set up his and designed his Sefer. Base. Another point there is, it's known The Rambam was very much uh, stayed away from trying to bring ideas that are not clearly stated in the Gemara. The Rambam brought certain chedushim that he said and that he that, he, that the Rambam writes yearly uh, and so on, but it's very minimal. The Rambam more or less quotes. The halachas, the way they appear in Gemara, and he just gathered them and put them in an organized fashion. So therefore, the picture here, which says certain details, which are not clear in the Gemara, the Rambam did not include that. Gimel, Kamel some of these details that we're speaking about, that you can see in a picture, in the Rambam's opinion, these are not something that must be this way. And therefore, by drawing a picture, and you're, you're giving it, a, 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 in the picture you see certain details that you may think that it has to be exactly the way it is in the picture, but some of those details that you see in a picture, when you draw a picture, you have to draw it to the T, exactly what, what the picture is, then you may think that it's all the that it all must be exactly this way, so therefore the Rambam doesn't bring these pictures. Though I time him, there could be other reasons as well why the Rambam did not bring pictures in his Sefer Ayad the way he does in Pirish Mishnayis. There's a lot to be said about this topic here regarding the source of the Rambam from where he took the fact that the goblets were upside down and regarding the fact that the Rambam, the way he shares things in the Sefer Ayad without pictures, here's not the place to expound further on this subject. Okay, so this is the explanation for why the Rambam draws it upside down because in the Rambam's opinion, the goblets in the Menorah actually were upside down. What was explained here? This only answers and explains is why, why the Rambam draws it this way. This is the fact of the way it was. But now the question comes up. Why is this so? Why were the goblets in the Menorah shaped in the Menorah upside down? Especially that we find in the Mishkan itself, when it comes to the walls of the Mishkan, which were made out of the Atsi uh, Shittim, the, the, the wood, wooden walls, and how did they form these the walls? It was stood up the way they grow. It wasn't, it wasn't laid down like the way you would think beams are laid down one on top of the other, but they were stood up. Dafke, specifically the way they grow. Hatachtun lamata, what was at the bottom when it grew? Is at the bottom, va'elyan lamayla, and what's at the top was at the top. On the full length, menah, paklau. And from this we learn now that this is a rule regarding all mitzvahs. As kola mitzvahs kulon, einadim yaitzeben ela derech gedilosam. When it comes to all mitzvahs, you're not yaitzeben fulfilling the mitzvah unless you have it in your hands, you're holding it the way it grows. As the Rebbe will bring later in the Sikha, this applies to the mitzvah of Dalad Minim by the Lulav. If you hold the Lulav or the Yesrig upside down, you're not yet to the mitzvah. So if so, the question on, on the goblets and the Menorah is, 
why should the bechers, the goblets, and the menorah be upside down, the opposite of the way they sort of grow, their natural way of the way you use them, when you place it on the table, right side up. So we can answer, as those vedzaim move on, this is understood, leitem vas negefin, pinegeid, and klolis inyin amenoideh, an enleche, an inyin veleche, is me'en vedugmes hanah. We find, regarding the menoideh, something which is similar to what we're seeing here regarding the menoideh, having the goblets upside down. What does it say regarding the menoideh? Regarding the light that comes from the candles burning on the menoideh, the Gemara tells us, Hashem says, it's not I that need light here in the base of Mikdash. Rather, what's the point of lighting the Menorah? This is testimony for all people of the world, that the Shechina dwells amongst the Eden. Which means as follows, the Eira Menorah is not given to the Menorah, the light of the Menorah is not here to illuminate the area of where it was positioned, which is inside the Beis HaMikdash and, the, and, the, and Mishkan or the Mikdash. On the contrary, there in the Beis HaMikdash itself, there's no need for this light. This is testimony for all people in the world, that they should see that there's the light in the Menorah and there's the Menorah Maravi, the western light of the Menorah, which burnt and never extinguished. And this is testimony for the dwelling of the Shechina amongst the Yidin. That's the point of the Menorah. Uh, so the point of what Chazal is saying here is not only to say that physical light was not needed in the base of Mikdash, it was just spiritual light, and therefore this is testimony for all of the world. The point here is, even as far as the spiritual light of the Menorah is concerned, is not for the purpose of Ani, for the Beis HaMikdash itself. The spiritual light of the Menorah showing, demonstrating, and affecting, and influencing the entire world to see the Shechina which dwells amongst the on my high time, and it was for this reason, the windows in the Beis HaMikdash were built different in the opposite way than the way windows are usually built. Which means, the Rebbe translates in Yiddish, which means that it was wider on the outside and narrower on the inside. And the opposite of the way the windows were designed usually in those times. And as the commentaries, Rashi and others explain there, that the reason for this is as follows. A window is built and shaped in such a way as the fenster effenung is inevenig breiter wie in Dresden. That the opening of the window is broader or is wider on the inside and it's narrower on the outside. What does that accomplish? So that the light that comes in, the sunlight that comes from outside, should spread out through the, through the wider opening that there is on the inside to all corners of the room. That's the way windows were built in, in, in houses or buildings usually. However, the way the windows of the Beis HaMikdash were shaped was in the opposite. They were narrow on the inside, and it broadened when it, uh, going further out, so that the light should emanate from the Hechel of the Beis HaMikdash to illuminate the entire world. Well, the Tafkid from Eira Menorah is, and this is connected to the point regarding what we, Chazal say before regarding the Menorah, the whole point of the light of the Menorah is, Eidus Hu L'chol Boi It's testimony for all people in the world. 
So we see here that the point of the light of the Menaida is not for itself, not in the place where the Menaida is, rather it's the influence that the light of the Menaida gives to the entire world. So based on this, we can understand the same when it comes to the goblets in the Menaida. Similar, we could explain regarding the, go the goblets in the Menaida as follows. What are these goblets here to symbolize? The Bechaya is Mavaya. Rabbeinu Bechaya explains uh, the Mremes and the Gvi'in for the Menaida. What is the hint with these, the shape of the goblets that were in the golden Menaida? A Gvi'a is a Keli Sheyeshle base Kibble. A goblet is a vessel that has an interior. And you place any kind of liquid in it, any beverage in it, and then you, you drink from it and it quenches your thirst. This hints to the galaxies that there are, the constellations and the galaxies that there are in the spiritual worlds that receive spiritual powers. And they then give and share the flow of this spiritual powers into our lower world here. That's what these goblets in the Menaida resemble. So looking here into the words of Rabbeinu Bechaye, what's being highlighted here is the ashpo, the fact that there is a flow that's coming through from a higher world, from a spiritual world, down here into the physical world. It gives to drink and to quench the thirst of someone that, that needs. What is the main function of a goblet, or of a cup, or of a becher? Does not consist of the fact that it's there to hold and contain in it and just remain inside without being used. That is what, what a, the function of a barrel that's, that's made to store and contain in it where you store water or wine or any other beverage. But a goblet or a cup, which is used to drink from, is a keli, a cup is when a person actually wants to now drink from this water or wine, and you pour from the barrel into a cup or from a spring, and you take it into a cup, and then you're able to drink from it. So the whole point is not to contain and leave it stored inside the cup, but rather to take from it and drink from it. So therefore it comes out as follows. This explanation that Rabbeinu Bechai says regarding what the goblets in the Menorah symbolizes, is this goes along with what Chazal tell us regarding what the Menorah in general was there for in the Beis HaMikdash. As the, again, as the Chazal say, and here the Rebbe emphasizes the details, the light of the Menorah, including the, obviously, the Menorah, the spiritual power and light of the Menorah, it's not for Anit Sarech. It's not a spirituality that's in a level contained to Ani, contained to the space where it is in the Beis HaMikdash. Nor Rather, it's a testimony that it goes out into the entire world. As the tafkid from Eira Menorah is, the function of the light of the Menorah was, nitinim anitzarich, kibble, not to receive and contain and, and to bring holiness in the place where it was, nor rather to illuminate the entire world on the outside, and again to quote the expression that Rabbeinu Bechaya says, 
to give and to influence in the low world. That's what the Menayda is all about. So the cups, the goblets in the Menayda, which is about taking out and sharing and giving to drink to someone that is in need, is exactly what, what, what this is symbolizing. The hashpa, the giving, the influencing to a lower place. So now, according to this, we come back and we can understand why the Rambam tells us that the goblets of the Menayda were all upside down. So with this we now understand why the goblets in the menayda is and in anayfim from pm lamato shuleim lamayla. The opening was at the bottom and the bottom is at the top. When the gviim is an incite vaylik to leave them kibble. When you're using a cup, a goblet, and temporarily it's sitting on the table and it contains and it holds the beverage inside of it. Bishas in the kiddush alakais when a person is picking up the cup and he's saying uh, the kiddush on the cup. So while you're saying kiddush, you're obviously holding it right side up. Is there matzev pia lamayla v'shulei lamata? So you're holding it right side up. Vazdamol halten zei oif in ziich mashke, and then it contains within it the, the the liquid or the wine that's in it. But that's only temporarily. That's not the real function of the cup or the goblet. What is the symbolism of the beches, of the goblets in the menayda, to give, to influence, that to be able to, one could drink from it and quench his thirst? Is So here, the real function of what the goblet is about is the way it should be positioned. So the, condition, the position that the goblets are in should be the opposite, the other way around. Piv lamato v'shulav lamayla. Where the opening is at the bottom, and the bottom is up. Like when you drink, you begin, you turn it, and you should drink from it until when you get the full hashpa of it, then you can finish drinking, and it's upside down. And therefore, it's the same over here regarding the menayda. Since the light of the menayda has to reach an influence all those places and levels which are very low and far down spiritually, from the Mikdash, and very far from the Beis HaMikdash. Or the Balash Nabchayah, to use the expression of Rabbeinu Bechayah, says, Umashpiyem ba'ilam hashafal, that the influence of the galaxies which the Menayra represents is the hashpah that comes to a very low world. The Rebersa, therefore, is Matzav Agviyim, Shebimenayra, the position of the goblets in the Menayra, is Piyem Lamatu V'Shalem Lamayla. In the Menayra, the symbolism there is specifically that it's Upside down, al derech v'dechaloynes hamikdash, similar to the way the windows in the base of mikdash were shaped. Then shkufim atumim heipech v'dechaloynes habayis, and that, that they were narrower on the inside, broader on the outside, the opposite of the way they are usually in, in homes that were built in those times, and therefore the light emanates from the base of mikdash to the entire world. That explains the reason for what the Rambam says that the shape of the goblets and the menorah of the base of mikdash were upside down. After this, the Rebbe here will explain what we take from this in our Avedis Hashem, when one is there to influence someone else, how we have to influence another person based on the way the Menorah was positioned in the Beis HaMikdash. Based on this, we could also explain, in one's service, of Hashem, serving Hashem, and in, as I mentioned, to, to influence other people in that regard. The hint and the lesson was the Gviyim and the Gven Davke Pien Rachav Shulein Katzer. What we could learn from the fact that the Menayda had, first of all, before we get to the fact that it was upside down, first the fact that we're talking over here about cups that are 
narrower at the bottom and wide at the opening. What is what? What can we learn from this when it comes to hashpa influencing others? Since the goblets of the menorah are hinting to this that you're giving to drink and are influencing someone else, is muvan as So it's understood that what's demanded in this is that it should be done in a manner of an open and wide, broad mouth, wide opening. When it comes to being involved on influencing another yid, or more generally speaking, when one is occupied with the work in this world, to make this world into a place which is a dwelling for Hashem, which is the idea of Eidus Hu, the Lashon of the Gemara, the fact that the Menorah is a testimony for Hashem's dwelling in this world, for all the world to see. This has to be done in the broadest manner. Higher than any limitation. If it's to be truly broad, then that's broadness without any limitation. So therefore, so even if the cup is positioned right side up and the opening is on the top, but still the opening has to be very broad. For what reason? One has to gather within himself and he has to strengthen himself with the greatest energy possible. Which means piv is The opening of the cup when it's positioned right side up and you're taking in has to be with the greatest broadness to dedicate yourself and strengthen yourself with the greatest energies possible for this work to influence someone else or to share with someone else in the world. That's the symbolism in rachov in the shape of the goblets of the menorah, even when it's right side up. If when this person is focusing on himself, his own Aveda for himself, and he may, regarding his own connection to Hashem, be just at a beginner, a beginning in his Aveda Hashem, or or even if he's already further on progressed in his connection to Hashem, but regarding his own Aveda with himself, for whatever reason, he serves Hashem and his connection is in a limited fashion. Is a massive piv lomailo. So then, what's his condition? It's like the cup that's right side up, but it's just a piv. There's an opening, there's a connection, but it's not a per rochov. It's not a broad opening. Over there, in his limited own aveda, he, there can be an opening which is limited. However, when it comes to the work that one does to influence another yid, and more specifically, to the aveda from Machin Velt Isbarach, to bring this to the entire world, to turn the entire world into a dira for Hashem, that here the approach in influencing another and bringing the truth of Hashem to the entire world should be done in a fashion where it's without any limitations. Don't look at the condition that you're personally in, if you're still limited and a beginner in your Avedis Hashem, when it comes to serve others and, and share and bring it to the entire world, there you have to go with the total broadness without any limitations. So so then you take that broad opening that there is when the cup was right side up and you strengthened yourself for the purpose of this Aveda to share with others. 
So the Aveda, the Rachav, the Rachvos, in the opening of this cup, still begins, as the Rebbe said earlier, even when the cup is already right side up, still right side up, that is, and you're preparing and you're dedicating yourself to this Aveda to share with others, so you have then this broad opening at the top, and then you can use that special Kaychas that you strengthen yourself with, and you're dedicating yourself to, then it becomes, Rachav, Klape, HaMekabo, Mimeno HaMata. Then you take that broad opening and you turn it over as it was in the Menaira, and you're able to shear in a very broad manner. The concept that we're explaining here regarding the way one should influence others with that wide and broad uh, attitude is so similar to what was explained once at length in a different place regarding another thing that we have in the Mishkan. There were various different donations in the Mishkan. There were the donations where all Yidin brought the same amount of a half a shekel that were then used, the silver half shekel was used to create the sockets where the Krushim, the walls of the Menorah were placed, of the Mesa Mikdash that is, or the Mishkan, were placed into. And then there was also the Trumas Ashkolim, the half Ashkolim that were used that they brought, the, they bought that is, the Karbanis form it. On Trumas HaMishkan. Then there were the donations of all materials needed for the Mishkan. And there's a difference between them. Trumas HaAdonav HaAshkolem is given by Gerenitz to Adovim Mesuyim Kesef or Machtas HaShekel. The donations that were used for the sockets or the Shkolem that were used for the Karbanis were limited and it was specifically silver and it had to be a specific amount, a half a shekel. By contrast, when it comes to the donations for the Mishkan in general, they donated from all kinds of materials, which includes all different categories in creation. The inanimate, from things that grow, and from the animals, and including the person himself, which dedicates and gives with feeling, with his heart, with the generosity of his heart, the human being that's here involved in this donation. So this includes and donates and includes everything, every category of the entire world. So what's the difference in these two different kinds of donations? The donations that the war and the Rebbe focuses specifically on the sockets, they were used as a foundation, to place as a foundation below the walls of the Mishkan, which symbolizes the level of the beginning, the foundation where it begins in serving Hashem. This refers to the basic and consistent Aveda of Ayid every day. Aveda Musaderes, a organized and basic Aveda on a daily basis. Which begins from when you wake up in the morning and you say Going from one level to the next, saying Brachis and then Davening and going on from there to learn, to go to work and bringing the Ebishter into your life more and more throughout the day. So this is a gradual kind of Aveda which has a certain setup and a certain limitation to it. And therefore, that's symbolized in the fact that the donation was also very specific and limited. On the other hand, all the donations that were brought from all the materials that were needed for the Mishkan is Merames, like the Klolos HaAveda from Lassus Mikdash V'Shachanti B'Seicham. This includes and this represents the general Aveda V'Yid to build a Mikdash and to bring the Shechina to dwell here in this world, Dira B'Tachtayinim, a dwelling place for Hashem in this low world, was in them, Zen and In this, there's no limitations. Zinem Tarum Kol This is something where a person has to go out and include every aspect, every area in the world to elevate it all to the Eibishter and therefore, 
This is similar to what we have here regarding the goblets of the Menaira, which are PM Rachav. It's with a wide and broad opening to go into the world with, with a very, very big Breitkite, with, uh, with a Sturm, without any limitations. That's one point that we could learn out in the attitude that Yid has in his influence in the world from the shape of the Menaira, of the goblets of the Menaira, that is, where it's narrow at the bottom and broad at the opening. Here, the Rebbe takes another lesson from this in our attitude, in our Aveda, in creating the Dira B'tachtainim in this world and sharing and influencing others. And thus is the Remez in them. And here we have also the hint, or the symbolism of this, was Afapi, as Kola Mitzvah, even though all mitzvahs must be done by holding it in your hand, in the way it grows, specifically, as it's brought and it's learned out from the mitzvah of Lulav and the other minim, the Dalb minim, it has to be held the right side up. Nevertheless, the goblets and the menorah were shaped the opposite of the way they are usually positioned when you put it on the table, right side up. What's the reason for this? Yet the mitzvah, every mitzvah you fulfill, Ubefrat Lulav Uminov, and especially the mitzvah of Lulav and the other minim, Zenimidugmas Gans Seiderish They resemble and represent the organized levels of the worlds that there are, the spiritual worlds, by bringing down a hashpa into the world through these mitzvahs. There's a certain order of what's higher and what's lower, and this is what the kind of flow of godliness you bring out, down into the world in that order. So therefore, generally speaking, the mitzvah has to have a certain order and a certain level of what evolves from what, the way it grows, so to speak. On the far is the seder akim from mitzvah in an oifim from derech So the same has to be symbolized in the fulfillment of the mitzvah, that it's fulfilled by holding the item of the mitzvah the right side up. Oich Coming back here to the goblets in the menorah. So these goblets themselves, if you look at the goblets for themselves, the bottom is narrow, and it's the opening which is wide. When it's in, when it's in the gold golden menorah, and this was the menorah was uh, all miksha was made one piece of gold. It was, it was made as a sculpture, one piece of gold, and, the, and had the shapes of the menorah in it. And here, the point of these goblets in the Menorah is to show the fact that it gives to drink and it shears and it influences to one that's low, to shine to someone that's on the outside. How should someone go about doing this kind of Aveda to share and give to others? This is connected with and this demands of a person to be ready to change his nature, to, be ch- to change his habit. At the game from Zich, one has to be ready to leave his own self and what he's involved in for himself, leave his box, leave his place, and share and give to others that are on a much lower level than him. And therefore this is in the windows that are the opposite and the usual, and they're narrow on the inside and broad on the outside. And the Gviim also, PM Lamato, Vishuleim, Lamaila, Heiper, Derech, Gedilason, the fact that they're the opposite of the way they usually grow, the way they are usually positioned on the table. And so this symbolizes the idea that being able to have the right attitude to share with someone else, it's going to demand of you to go out of yourself, to go out of your world, to be able to share with someone else. 
Und seine Rede war schwoll, Mata ist von Appell, Rochov, und as mentioned before, you influence and share with others in a broad manner, Lamailo, Mimedilavagbala, higher and beyond any level of any limitations. From here going forward in the Sikha, the Rebbe will address another detail that you see in the picture that the Rambam made of the Menaira. Es ist voran noch aprat in dem Zier anal von dem Menairischen Begriff Xavier Rambam. There's another detail we see here in the picture that the Rambam made of the Menaira. Was ist anders von dem Zierum Aregilim Shalha Menaira, which is different than the regular pictures that we see many times that people make of the Menaira. And what is the difference? As the Sheshes Knaam and Neirat Sin Zacharai from the Knaam Memtsoi in a gleichen Alaxen. That the, the, um, the, the Menaira, so the uh, sections of the Menaira, the sticks of the Menaira, what should I call them? The, the uh, parts of the Menaira that come out, they go up in a straight diagonal manner. Nit vin the Tsiuria Menaira Haregilim, not like many usual pictures that you have at least in those times before the Rebbe spoke about this here in the Sikha, and even today you still see them, as it seems that the, the parts of the Menaira, all the branches that is, of the Menaira, come out in a half bow or half circle. But in the Rambam's picture, as you look, take a look at the picture on page 172, you see clearly that they are, they are straight in a diagonal manner, not half circle. Now, even though regarding this detail, maybe a, a very big squeeze, but you can maybe argue and say, the Rambam drew the picture straight and not half circles because it's just easier to draw a straight line than to make uh, half circles. But the son of the Rambam, Rabbi Avram ben Rambam, writes very clearly about this in his Pirish on the Teireh, as the Sheishes, Konim, the six branches of the Meneira, Nimshachim, Miguvashal Meneira, Litzad Reisha, they come from the body of the Meneira, and they come out to the top of the Meneira, Biyeshe, straight, as my father made a picture of this, and he says very clearly, not in a half circle, as others made a picture of this. This is the Rambam. So it's clear that this is the opinion of the Rambam. Rashi says the same as the That it goes up diagonally, and diagonally means not half a circle, but diagonally, like the Rambam made it. So from this it comes out as the tziurim or the gilim shalom menayre. Those common pictures that you see that people make of the menayre, zanenit vidas Rashi onit vidarambam hotzemitzayi given. Pictures of the menayre with half a circle, the branches of half a circle are not according to Rashi and not according to the Rambam. So the Rebbe addresses this further. We do find sources in Svarim for the opinion that says that it was half a circle. Not in any of the Rishonim in, in, in very early on, but we find this by the early, early Achreinim that do make the picture with half a circle. And these are very, very um, good sources for this. The Baal Mishnes Chassidim, the Sifrei Maisa Chayshiv, so in his Sefer Maisa Chayshiv Amalechus HaMishkan, Shreit the Pashtus, so he simply says, as the Shisha Konims and a Given Nimshachin Be'igl, that the six branches of the Menaira came up from the body of the Menaira to the top in a half a circle. So he clearly says in half a circle. On that is Mavayer, as Avapi, as from Pirish Rashi, is Muchach as Lehoyu Be'igl. And he himself clarifies, even though from Rashi it seems like it was not a half a circle. 
Avala Rambam bechiburoi lohiske teves alaksin. The Rambam in Sefer Ayad does not mention that it was diagonal, as Rashi writes. The Rambam just says that the branches come from the body of the Menorah up to the top of where they end, and the top of the Menorah. And therefore we can say that according to the Rambam, it was a half a circle. On the was the Baal Chochmas HaMishkan Shrived, and then he quotes what the Baal Chochmas HaMishkan writes, as from them is Nire, and it would seem from this, that the branches came up almost as a round, as a half a circle. On the Maizah Cheshev is Messiah, going back to the Maizah Cheshev from the Baal Mishnah Chesidim, he concludes and says, that it, it appears to him, that he just says this logically, not with any source, that this is the way it was. Why? Because if they're in a half a circle, it's similar to the galaxies that there are in heaven. And the seven uh, branches of the Menorah correspond to the seven galaxies that there are, which are round. This is what he says, which is interesting that Rebbe here in Auto 40 points out that there are only six branches that are in half a circle, the one in the center is definitely straight. So it doesn't even fit with the symbolism that he says regarding the seven galaxies in heaven. This is what it says in this forum. However, the Rebbe says, in my humble opinion, since the Mechaber of the Maisel Cheshev clearly writes, as an Yisait to learn, that what was his basis to say and to understand this? As Nimshachan Be'igel, that the branches of the Menorah come up as a half a circle. It's from the fact that the Rambam does not mention the word that Rashi says, that it was diagonal. And from this it appears to say that they came up as a half a circle. And then he says, Then he just says on his own, a, a idea on, of his own because of the symbolism of this. After it was revealed to us, the picture of the Menorah that the Rambam himself drew, and he drew it twice, once in Piddush HaMishnayis and again in the Sefer Ayad. And the testimony of the son of the Rambam himself about this, and he emphasizes this very much, as das was is the fact that his father drew the branches of the Menorah straight was, was, was very intentional, Dafke, Azoi on loy beigulchulu that it's, it's straight and not a half a circle is batla yisayit or batla binyan. The whole basis of his conclusion is nullified. So the whole building or the whole idea that he builds based on this that it was a half a circle and with the idea that he comes up with and a symbolism that he comes up with is all gone. O bemechilat o bemechilat and asking forgiveness from the honor of Tere that he, he says differently, and the Rebbe says, in my humble opinion, it seems to be very clear, as if they would have seen the picture that the Rambam himself drew, on the Pirish from Rabbi Avram ben Arambam, if they would have seen what Rabbi Avram ben Arambam wrote about the picture of his father, they themselves would have said that there's no argument about this. And everybody agrees that the branches of the Menorah were straight. 
Now this idea that they didn't see certain things and therefore we now know that they themselves would retract from their opinion is similar to what the Altarebbe writes in Shulchan Aruch when he writes there about certain details in Mechidas Chomets where the Altarebbe instituted certain things that the Paiskin before didn't know of, of what the Rishayim wrote. That many of the Sfarim of the Rishayim were not available to the big Paiskin that Paskin about this halacha. And therefore, regarding certain details, you can't rely on what they write because they didn't see what the Rishayim said. So here as well, you can't rely on their conclusion if they didn't see what the Rambam himself drew regarding the shape of the of the branches of the Menorah. And they're basing their entire opinion on the fact that the Rambam does not write the word Al-Aqsa in Ezrashi when the Rambam himself draws the, the branches of the Menorah to be straight. And if, and since, what's being said here is true. It would be the right thing to bring back and place back the crown to its place, meaning to bring back things the way they should be. All those that are making pictures of the Menorah in the base of Mikdash, to demonstrate, to teach how the Menorah in the Mishkan of the base of Mikdash looked like. They should make the picture of the Menorah Baalaksin, diagonal, Kedas Rashi, Pshutisho Mikra, following Rashi's opinion that explains the simple meaning of the Pasik, and Vihorambam, and following what the Rambam's opinion is. And Valpianal, based on what we said before, is Yeshleiman as Bimaskana, Ain Chaylik Bedova. The conclusion regarding this manner is that there's no argument on this subject. Similar educational institutions. They have in their paperwork or in their stationery, they have a picture of a menorah. And they have the menorah made in half a circle. Since the picture of this menorah is here to symbolize and remind us of the menorah in the Beis Hamikdash, is kedai ubi yaser as is all mishanezayin dem tzir umitzayin dekonim balaksim. It's very very appropriate that they should change the picture and the menorah should be made with the branches that are made diagonally straight and not in half a circle. And in the Ha'ara that ever adds, similar also regarding the menorahs that are made to use to be used on Hanukkah as well, that if you're going to make them as a standing menorah similar to the ones in the base of Mikdash, it should be made with straight branches and not with the half a circle. Now the Ba'i Kumdatsu Nochaninyan. Regarding the subject, to be particular about this, to make the branches diagonal and not half a circle, there's another very important reason why we should be making the picture this way. The more common picture of the Menorah as the Sheshis Akonim Zenavichatsoi Keshes, that the six branches of the Menorah are shaped in a half a circle, is Al Piashara Anachmachon from the Tsir Amenorah was nit yidden of Metzaikavim Beroimi. The assumption here is that this is a copy of the shape of the Menorah that non Jews made, which you have in Rome. And we are in Rome of the Nitzachen Arke. This is on the arch of Titus that he built as a gateway of his victory when he came back after he destroyed the base of Mikdosh. And there he has a picture of a menorah that the, the Romans carried and brought away from the base of Mikdosh. And there the picture of that menorah is made when it branches in a half a circle. When Titus when he destroyed the base of Mikdosh. 
he it commanded that they should take away all the vessels of the Beis HaMikdash and to bring them to Rome. And in honor of this wicked person, they built for him in Rome a big gateway of victory, which carries his name, Shar Titus, the gateway of Titus. And then they made a picture over here on this gateway, the Mitrakt, the Gefangenen Klea Mikdash, how the Romans carried the different vessels of the Vesem Mikdash. And amongst them, you see also the picture of the Menaira that they're carrying. On the Menzir, from the Menaira, if in Shar Titus, then in the Sheshus, Akonabi Chatzaikesh. And there, it's in that picture that you see that the Menaira has the shape of the round branches. That's, that's seemingly the source of where it became known that the Menorah the Beis HaMikdash had these round ba- branches. So now the Rebbe addresses this. In addition to the fact that you can't use this as a source for what the Menorah the Beis HaMikdash looked like because that Menorah is not precise at all and in the Ha'orah the Rebbe addresses the details that are not precise. Is Dachdas Ketongevar and Kamuvan? What was this picture made for on this arch of Titus? This was done as understood. This is being made to express the control and dominion that the Romans had over Eden. God forbid. They inscribed on this arch also the words Yehuda Eden is Gefangen, that the Jews were taken hostage. And there were such time periods when they would force Yidin to come here to this arch. They should see what was written and inscribed there. In order to humiliate the Yidin. So now that we know this, what's the source of the shape of the half circles of the branches of the Menorah? It comes out. As the Smitzayah Zayn, the Kneh Menorah V'chatzoy Keshes, Drawing the picture of the Menorah with this shape of the half a circle, this is in the Mitzuyer of Shar Titus, as it is in the shape on the Arch of Titus, this should bring out a tremendous pain that you should scream and cry about this. In addition, and this is the main point going back to what was mentioned before, but this is Heipech Rashi This is the opposite of Rashi and the Rambam's opinion, and as mentioned before, nobody argues about this. And additionally, this gives sort of a certain agreement and confirmation, God forbid, to this picture that there is on this Arch of Titus. Which is drawn and is there only to bring pain and to humiliate the Eden. And you're giving a certain agreement and confirmation to this. Instead of the fact that making a picture of the Menorah. So this reminds Ayid what the Menorah is and its shape and what its function was, that it's there to be a light for all the nations of the world. A testimony for all people of the world that the Shechina dwells amongst Eden, the greatness of Eden and the Shechina that dwells amongst them. Instead, you draw the Menorah like the shape of Shah Titus, which demonstrates and expresses the exact opposite. Where you see that the Romans were victorious over the Eden, Hashem save us from this. So therefore, it's very important to not ever make the shape of the Menorah half a circle, but rather according to the way all the opinions of the Rishayim are, that they should be straight branches, as the Rambam and Rashi write. 
be the will of Hashem, as Bekar of Mamish, speedily in our times, the true and everlasting redemption should come. And we'll see the Menorah literally and fully. In the third Menorah, and we'll see clearly how the Menorah looks, and it'll be exactly as the Rebbe says here in the Sicha, with the straight branches of the Menorah. And will come in the time of Tchiyas HaMesim. We'll see with our physical eyes, with our physical eyes, and Kiyo Matzivoy, the fulfillment of the mitzvah, David Alar to kindle the menorah, to send in the menorah, kipshuta mamish, literally, uvimheira, v'yameinu mamish.